0: Hello and welcome back to Manchester's Big Theatre Podcast. Woohoo! Uh, so, we've been so pleased with the response from episode one with Chris Lawson. It's been so great. All the people that have listened, downloaded, uh, shared, retweeted, um, that has been amazing. So, keep your uh, kind of tweets and comments coming in. It's absolutely great. Um,
1: yeah, it's been so good. And so, now we're on episode two, which is great. And uh, we are speaking to Hannah and Diana from Manchester ADP, which is a group which works with new scripts. Uh, We hope you enjoy.
0: So we're at Hope Studios today, um, and we're with the people who, the the co-founders of ADP. Uh, So if you'd just like to introduce yourself, guys.
2: Hi, I'm Diana Atkins, actor-producer. I'm Hannah Ellis-Ryan,
1: also an (laughs) actor-producer.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: Thank
2: you Thank for you. having
0: us. <laughs> so uh, ADP, which is a kind of writer's group. Well, do you want to explain what it is? Actually, your guys are probably better at explaining what it is.
1: Um, yeah, so it definitely is. Uh, ADP is a collective of actors, writers, directors and producers who meet twice a month, typically, sometimes once a month, to do script and hand readings of brand new scripts. Concisely. <laughs> yeah,
0: great and uh, and what does it start with the cliffhanger from last week? What does it? Uh, what does ADP stand for? Who who was right? Me or uh, Sophie?
2: You were actually both right. So it used to be the acting and directing partnership, and then it became actors, directors, producers. It's actually kind of an exercise in how not to do market, marketing and branding. Um, basically, when I moved here, I already um, had a company that um, and a logo and and an email address and I thought we'll just use that um because I didn't think this was going to become so big Um, and um yeah so I'm not sure the name I think the name does represent us because um it's the actors and directors and producers that that serve the writers and and help Mm. the writers so even though writers isn't in the name
1: it's because all of us kind of are there to help Develop mm. new writing. Yeah, so. I remember at the beginning, sort of thinking like, oh, just like, yeah, let's use that. It doesn't matter what it's called, really. It's more about what we do. And I feel like that kind of has rung true in a way because no one really knows what ADP means, <laughs> yeah. but it feels like it doesn't matter too much. I hope. Yeah, yeah. we, we don't uh, yeah. tend to use it Mystery. in full
2: in full very much. Now it's just Manchester ADP. Uh,
0: so, and um, you said so you moved up here. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Diana? How what's been your journey into the Hope Studios today? Mm.
2: um Yeah, so I had been a part of a group in London as an actor um, that did script in hand readings and I'd only been along a couple of times but I really enjoyed it. Um, so when I came to Manchester I was looking around to see if there's anything similar um, and I went once to um, Connor did something called Script Works, but I'm not sure it's still going um, and I couldn't find anything that was regular um, and that's what I loved about the um that I was briefly a part of before because you actually got a sense of community because people it was so regular so I posted on Manchester Independent Theatre Network and said is anyone interested in this got absolutely inundated and at that point I wasn't sure if I was definitely gonna do it but I was like well I guess I should now because <laughs> everyone wants you know it's, it's had this huge response um and Hannah posted and was like hey I'll come help produce and Lisa from the King's Arms pub in Salford which has a little theatre above it um Post um, wrote, "Hey, have it here." So it kind of landed in our laps a little bit, and Hannah was on board right from the, yeah. right from sort of day two, really. Day two,
1: yeah. I mean, I I, I like to think I, when I saw this post, I was just like. <sighs> that's going to explode. I, was like, that's a, I mean, it already was exploding, but I just was like that. that's a really, really, really great idea. So I think my producer brain sparked a bit and I was like, yeah, got to meet up, got to do this thing. And we. I remember the first night we were so nervous. We were like, what's going to happen? How's this going to work? Are people going to know when to leave the stage? What's going to happen? And it just was amazing. It was absolutely brilliant. But I think the big part of ADP that's really made it what it is, is that it's part scripts, but part feedback as well. The audience make it the true event that it's meant to be, where the writers get to hear how people react to their scripts, and it's quite magical. We think.
0: And can you and can you tell us what? So, what is the format of the you, the evening? A typical ADP process.
2: So, in the middle of the month, we do a full-length script, and at the end of the month, we do four short plays,
1: and then if you want to explain the night. Yeah, so we, it's usually four, um, very occasionally, it might be fewer if we've got like a 40-minute piece or something, so I'll get up and introduce, and uh, usually plug whatever's coming up, if we've got like a, a special event coming up, and then we introduce the first play, and we do play, feedback, play, feedback, interval play feedback play feedback and then drinks at the end which is a big highlight the process
0: up until that point has been scripts that have been submitted is that right
1: yeah so we have this incredible woman named laura who deals with all of our script submissions and appraisals so we have scripts get sent in we've got a Massive, but could still be massiver for anyone listening who wants to read scripts. Um Appraisal group who get the script sent to them and then they fill out an appraisal form, give it like some feedback. And we do kind of use a number system because after many times and um, like trying to evaluate the process, it does work best. So a certain number group means this isn't ready yet. The second tier means it needs a, like, you know, it's ready for a reading. And then the other one means, like, yeah, this is just brilliant. It's a work of art. (laughs) And we also get multiple opinions.
2: So if a script isn't accepted, just in case it's someone's, you know, taste, then we'll get another opinion. And
1: then if it's a split, you know, one yes, one no, we'll get a third kind of deciding opinion Mm. as well. And then from there they get, we assign four directors once we've got the scripts. And the four directors get to um, choose, like, out of their preferences, which scripts they want to direct, as you would know because you've directed with us before. Yes. And then we send out the actors' database, so they get to cast, send us casting preferences, and then the team get put together. And it all goes from there
0: and then and then it is what is the rehearsal it's a very quick turnaround but well, as i know it is a very quick turnaround in terms of on a sunday so right? yeah it's always on a sunday a day rehearsal
1: yeah we do we tend to do the rehearsal the day before because there's no illusion in adp that anything's going to be polished and finished and perfectly presented it's very much script in hand rough and ready so the team's have the day before usually it's 3 hours but if it's a full length they'll get 6 hours to just kind of talk about the play together have an interpretation and Fingers crossed, do a run through. Although I think sometimes even that doesn't happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and how, so that's the kind of format of what it, it, it basically, ADP is in, in a nutshell. And it has, like you said, Diana, grown massive, hasn't it? Over yeah, last... it's
2: really surprised us, hasn't it? It's like, whoa, it's just, yeah, beyond what we imagined. And mm-hmm. that
0: network as well that is being been created through ADP. For example, Sophie, um, me and Sophie met doing, I directed Sophie in a... A 15 minute script I think in April and that's how we met and then we've decided to do this podcast are there any other obviously other than the massive impact this podcast is going to have on the, the <laughs> theatre community in Manchester are there any other kind of influences that, that ADP has had so,
2: yeah I mean a lot of people have said similar stories haven't they they've met at Manchester ADP
1: a few people have been inspired to do their own theatre companies um, absolutely I think uh, uh, like one that just springs to mind recently because I had quite an emotional experience recently old Olden Coliseum where, where one of the writers who came through ADP sat down next to me and was just like, I've never had the chance to tell you how much ADP changed my life because his script that he had on at ADP and some of the actors from it and, you know, a lot of the connections he made at ADP have stayed with the project, went on to, like, win Manchester Theatre, uh, not, not Manchester Theatre Awards, that's embarrassing, <laughs> no, won, the, won the, the Fringe Awards, but it went on and had a massive success and it's done a tour since then. So that's one success story. Um, uh, I think John Stewart's group, like like Matt came into that through ADP, that's how they met and quite a few of them all met that way they did their first play the agency uh, two
2: um groups have gone away and made short films out of the pieces they've done mm-hmm. um, and then last um fringe festival um there were five piece five plays that had started as rehearsed readings at um, manchester adp um that went on and we yeah i think a couple of them won awards didn't they so yeah lots of others we, yeah we had a co-production with uh,
1: manchester chester actors platform um yeah. which won best comedy play and then yesterday at the manchester theater awards alex maxwell won best performance for the loves of others which is amazing Um, and of course these are just the things we know about like we didn't know that obviously that that you guys met and started this podcast through that so you know anyone who has a great adp story please let us know because we'd love to hear that
0: Um, and you've just done your first arts council uh performance production haven't you can you tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah um so this play was called finding alice and it came to us god that was like two years ago I think Finding Alice it took a a long time but we it was truly like very memorable full length play and we found with ADP like a lot of the full length are the ones that really that need like a lot of refinement and development I mean as does you know I mean if you're writing a full length play that is a huge feat for any writer Um, so when Finding Alice came to us it really stood out but we found out that this writer had actually spent years and years Mm. researching and developing this piece and I was like oh good it's not just this fluke that she's just written this amazing play she'd actually spent years and years on it so we we are always on the lookout for ways to fundraise ADP and to get more funds in and make this viable because Diana, myself, Laura, like our whole team, we are all volunteers. We don't get any money from ADP whatsoever. So we're always trying to figure out how to make things viable. And so this was uh, an Arts Council application that we wrote to take something from ADP and do a full production. And we thought that's something that should hopefully be really attractive to the arts council like showing that support and development getting to pay everybody and they thought so too and they funded us which yay. is great yay <laughs> and we are lucky enough to have great partners so we've we performed at the lowry before we did a special event and the lowry agreed to program finding alice as did the coliseum who are our sponsors and partners and all-around legends And then we did a couple of um, performances in more remote areas as well. We went to Witness and to Preston too.
2: Yeah, so we wanted to spread the word beyond Manchester about the work that we do, because we do accept scripts from um, all over the country. Um, And we wanted to sort of spread the word a little bit to these lesser known Mm -hmm. places.
0: And uh, you mentioned about your partners there, and what kind of support have you had uh,
1: um,
0: as you've developed ADP?
1: Phenomenal amount, really. Mm. I mean, we've got a couple of the, – the, the two partners who came along that we were, like, sort of, you know, constantly pinching ourselves was um, Casting Networks and the Olden Coliseum. So they both kind of – so Casting Networks provide pro-memberships to every actor who is registered with ADP, and that is, like – I can't really get across how generous that is because when, when they first approached us, we were sort of figuring out how it could work and how they could help us. And we said, really, the only way is that every actor gets to be on your database, which they do offer now. So that's a huge pro. And then Oldham Coliseum, we are we go onto their main stage to do response pieces to their full-length plays, which not only is great for ADP, but offers this incredible opportunity to the actors and di- writers and directors, obviously, who do those, which we're doing one in June to Taste of Honey. Going to do a response pieces to that so we're sorry we're currently in the process of commissioning the writers and directors for that so it's quite exciting
2: yeah so it's chris lawson who you had on the podcast last week who came along so the other lovely thing was he came to us i mean normally you have to sort of go knocking on doors but he came and
1: then said is there anything we can do to support which was just amazing he's a legend yeah. that man absolute <laughs> legend um and, and and that's the great thing with adp as well is because we're just there at the king's arms doing our thing Sometimes we look out and we're like, oh my god, look that person's in the audience! Oh, look that person's there! And we got this email from Chris, and he was like, "I was at ADP last night. I think it's amazing. What can I do to help? And how can the Coliseum help you?" From, from Chris, no, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and then there was, a, you know, the night that Russell came for the first time. So Russell T Davies, who, if anyone out there doesn't know who he is, shame on you. But he's mm-hmm. a mega, mega, mega writer producer, and he came to ADP just wanted to support one of the writers who had their work on, and now he's a, he's a financial supporter of ADP as well as coming to all of our main events. He was at finding alice he came to our main stage at coliseum he's amazing
0: so you have financial supporters is that right as well
1: yeah
2: so anyone can donate to manchester adp hint hint um <laughs> on our website <laughs> um yeah we we really rely on um those donations so um there's different things like perks that you know some um like you can get um unlimited um entry to our events and things like that um, but yeah, we do rely on
1: those donations. Yeah, like for example, one of our pieces that we got sent to us, which um, Laura Harper, shout out, amazing writer, she sent us a piece that had uh, the leading actor in it was in a wheelchair. And we were like, well, of course, we would only do this if we could actually find an actor in a wheelchair. And when we went on the route to try and cast that part, of course, that was only possible with finance. We had to um, pay for special transport um, and... We were like, thank God we have this pot of donations because that's exactly those kinds of purposes that we go. Thank God we've got this pot there that we can section off 80 quid to that cause or et cetera and so forth. So, we, and also that was able, I think that was instrumental in us getting the Finding Alice grant because we were able to write in there that Manchester ADP has income and has been raising these donations. So we proved that we're a sort of, we're growing in that respect. Yeah, I think it sort of demonstrated the support that, that yeah. people had for us.
0: So <laughs> those people that have donated, well, that's had a massive part of. Developing, getting the—is it match funding for the Arts Council, and then also allowing ADP to extend um, to kind of the diversity or the accessibility. Um, what have you kind of touched on a few kind of really exciting moments there already? Is there any kind of standout favorite moment?
2: So, one of mine was actually um, the music. We did a musical. Um, were you going to say this? No. Yeah, um, yeah it, just, it was just so fun and feel good. Um, so, we did a, it was mad because we we had a weekend um, for a full musical and it was a huge cast. Um, but that just was a really. A high point for me.
1: Um, That was such a great... night. I remember sitting there with my jaw just on the floor, like, I cannot believe that I'm watching these guys. They had a weekend and they're doing choreography. How are they doing (laughs) choreography? But um, I have to say my highlight, which I did touch on, was that night that Russell came for the first time. So we were just, you know... At the King's Arms, it's the usual madness of backstage, as you guys are both aware of, and and then Craig Sanders, great director, he kind of came through, and he was just like, "Russell, Russell, Russell's Russell, Russell's it and everyone was just losing their minds, and and I could, I was just. Because I think for us, we're so aware that everyone's volunteering their time. They're here sort of buying into this crazy freaking thing that we've organised and you just hope people get something out of it. And that was one of those nights where in the feedback, Russell literally like put up his hand and gave feedback to every single piece. And he gave like amazing feedback. I'll never forget one of the things he said to one of the writers. Thankfully, I can't remember which writer it was, but he was like, young man, your women are stupid. Why have you written mm-hmm. these stupid women? And, and everyone was just like oh, my God, finally, great feedback. That's really useful. And But it was just, and I felt the whole vibe of the night was everyone felt like this is worth being part of, like I'm getting something out of, Russell T Davies has just seen me perform. And and I think with ADP's growth, the more that every, every now and then there's just someone like really kick-ass and incredible in the audience because they just care about new writing, it's a huge bonus. It feels really good. And then obviously a huge highlight
2: for us was our first full production. Um, So I think we've touched on it um, earlier. So we took Finding Alice um, to, and it was at the Lowry and Oldham Coliseum Theatre. So being on these, you know, well-respected stages was just um, really, really exciting for us. Yeah.
1: And on the
0: flip side of that, what has been the biggest challenge for each of you?
1: (laughs) 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 We're like, who's going to go first? You can go first if you like
2: well, I don't want to keep banging on about finances, but I think that is one of our main challenges: is actually making it sustainable because it takes an enormous amount of work, um, and there's mm-hmm. just no money in theatre. So it's tr- that's one
1: of them. But I don't want to, you know, go on about money loads. Um, mm. Well, I can you can you can um, jump in when you've got a new one, but mine would definitely be. Trying to have boundaries around ADP. So because we are, we are warm and it's a community and that's 100% the case. There's no questioning that whatsoever. And we love ADP with all our hearts. But it is, you know, you are getting a lot of, um, a lot of emails and messages and attention, and sometimes text messages, sometimes private messages on Facebook. <laughs> things that just to me feel slightly outside of the boundaries. Like I feel like if I was trying to get involved in something, I feel like I would know not to like privately message some of the organisers and be like, "Have you processed my application yet?" Um, and I understand that people. It's a ama- it makes me feel so happy that people want to be involved so much. But I think for me, a challenge is knowing where to like cut off my personal like investment in ADP and when to just kind of relax and have a night off and not like reply to emails replying to messages because you feel like you you want to give everything and you've got to kind of have that discipline to go no it's okay to leave that email for a couple of days it's okay to not get back to that straight away because we have lives as well and it's yeah, i guess that's work. one of the main challenges actually
2: just coping with the sheer volume of emails that come in so new actors actors wanting to change their headshots things like that <laughs> and um, you
1: said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys you don't need a new headshot every three months
0: okay? <laughs> okay. Um, um, and you mentioned something just before about twitter and the bbc writers room Mm. that is kind of massively... Um, th- what was that that you've had loads of
2: yeah so the BBC Writers Room um, gave us a couple of um, tweets about the fact that we're looking for our next full production and that we're open to script submissions for short plays and it just since then the inbox has just gone mad so we've had to sort of 40 new script submissions a day um, yeah like that's yeah. a crazy amount because we, it, we had 285 in our first two years so to go from that to 40 a day is like whoa um, so yeah that's been um, yeah that's been epic a and good problem to have and is this
1: a good time for us to give a huge shout out to laura yeah. Yes. yeah yeah i mean so laura duncalf deals with every script submission sent all the appraisers that we have she sends out the appraisal forms she processes them she's got this crazy excel spreadsheet where she manages everything she deals with all that side of things so yeah. we have to give a huge shout out to laura because this literally would not be possible we would without be her. lost without no, Laura. yeah
0: it's a good time because there's different people in your team mm. and obviously unfortunately we've not been able to invite all of them to be interviewed because we've <laughs> we only got one microphone at the moment. So <laughs> But <laughs> but, um, but who are the other people that are kind of making this
1: work?
2: So we've got three associate producers now, Abby Bradbury, Naomi Albans, and Laura Duncalf, who we just mentioned.
1: Mm. And uh, Naomi does, so Scripts Allowed is now the the regular King's Arms events, if we put that into a, sort of a bubble, because ADP's got quite a few now sort of arms, as it were, <laughs> King's Arms. Um, so Naomi deals with the King's Arms, Scripts Allowed side of things. So all those nights she kind of is assigning the directors, dealing with their preferences, sending out the database. So that, she does a huge amount of work for us. It's mag- mag- It's mega. And then Abby does our sort of marketing, Twitter, social media side of things, which is a a huge part of obviously getting bums on seats and filling up the nights. And then we have a large number of other. We've got
2: Andy front of house. We've got Mark Russell who takes our photos. Andrew Glassford on tech. Oh, I don't want to forget anybody. There's quite a few more
1: though, I think. Well, we had, we recently, up until recently, we had lovely Tommy Cowell with us, but he's now moved on to Greener Pastures. Um, But yeah, it's always an ongoing ever-changing. Yeah. Oh, there's a few Facebook admins, you know, there's, oh, there's yeah. so many, David, Chris Cole, David Jones, David Jones.
0: Yeah. And also, it's something that we're seeing actually throughout, because next week we're going to be releasing our episode with Simon Naylor, um, and um one of the things because we've already recorded it he talked about was um about that uh, the effort and the amount of organization that if you're running and initiating something yourself you have to put in so it's not only having the idea and creating those relationships it's also a management of loads of different things going on
1: yeah i think i think people really don't like, you know, for any say for any actor, say, who emails saying, yeah, I've changed my headshot, can you please update on the website, which is completely reasonable. That goes without saying. But, again, it's that understanding of, like, so just ADP, you, there's so many, like, people literally, like, run organisations where they've got job titles and salaries and they're working nine to five every single day. And it's like we are all just volunteering and there's so many different arms to ADP that all have management. Um, I think when slash if you guys chat to Joe and Will at Hope Mill, they'll say something similar where they say that what they do at Hope Mill Theatre, there's an equivalent... There's a whole team at the Royal Exchange who do like box office marketing admin pr- hiring inquiries blah, blah blah and just them do all of that for that venue. So it's kind of I feel like it's a similar thing with ADP. So that's and
0: that's Joan Will who run Hope Mill in Ancoats um, who we are hopefully if you're listening uh, Joan <laughs> Will going to get you on. Uh, um and it, but there is that is it's one of the things we've seen actually that kind of slightly DIY uh, not DIY I don't mean that in a negative way but in in terms of yeah of, of uh, you've got a lot of responsibility to make these amazing things happen yeah.
1: Indepe- independent theater land I think it's yeah yeah and, unpaid.
0: Then, um, and then coming to kind of the end of this interview where do you see uh, ADP in say five years time
2: Oh, I'd love to do one or two productions a year. Um, I would love to become an NPO. I'm trying to think that stands for National Portfolio Portfolio Organisation. Basically, a big pot of money from the Arts Council, um, which (laughs) allows you to do, because they don't um, support ongoing um, projects, they only support one-off projects, whereas the NPO supports
1: ongoing um, things. So that would be our you fortnightly event. Actually, yeah. If anyone from the Arts Council is listening, um, we like when we were trying to get funding for ADP. It was it was very evident to us that there wasn't really much we could apply for outside of a single project, like getting the finances to do a full length play. Um, we couldn't get funding to do like six nights of ADP, for example. So that's something that I think we're still always trying to figure out: is what are the viable funding options for ADP so that we can keep surviving? But also, the challenge then is that. If we were going to, say, pay everyone equity to be part of ADP, it would just be so phenomenally expensive. So we need to kind of – so hopefully within five years' time, we financially – ADP will be on a really good track and we'll have maybe some good regular funding coming in that can support what, what happens. But that, I say that would be for everyone involved. That would be on, like, a marketing level. That would be on the wages for the team. When we – for example, um, for ADP Audio, which we're trying to get off the ground not to make this go on for another 20 minutes, but um, for ADP Audio, for example – Which is What is ADP Audio? Uh, So that's um, an arm of ADP that deals with like radio dramas. So a lot of the plays that come through ADP would work really well on audio. So we do that as a partnership with Salford University um, here in Manchester. But that, for example, is something that finances would just elevate enormously. Like if we had the finances for ADP audio, it would probably be happening three times as fast as it's happening as volunteers, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, we've been saying launching soon for a while.
0: (laughs) And um, and just before we kind of say goodbye to you guys, what, um, how, if somebody's listening to this thinking, you know, how do I get involved in ADP and make that 41 script submissions a day <laughs> or become, you mentioned about having appraisals or even um, being kind of uh, donations, how do they kind of find out more?
2: Yeah, all the info is on our website. So it's manchesteradp.com.
1: Um yeah. literally, it's all there. Yeah. Literally, everything you need is on there. In case you think, I'll send them a tweet and ask how I donate. No, no, no. Just go to the website. It's <laughs> literally all there. Everything you need. But that would be amazing. There's so many ways. The great thing about ADP is well, there's so many ways to be involved in it. Yeah, you can literally just read scripts and send fill out appraisals, which is really fun, genuinely. Or yeah, if you've got a spare ten quid a month, you can give us that. <laughs> or you can join us as an actor.
0: And, and what is uh, the next ADP event that audiences could come and see?
1: This Monday. Monday night, the... Oh, the day uh, 12th. Monday the 12th. When this podcast is
0: being released. Ah, So tonight. uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, head on down to King's Arms um, at 7... 30. 7.30. 30. 7.30. Yes,
1: and please, everyone, keep an eye out on your social medias for our Taste of Honey response night, because the Oldham Coliseum has a tidy, oh, what, like 500 50, seats or something? 50. And, with, like, you know, we have a dream to maybe one day just, like, pack out the Oldham Coliseum, but I'm sure that, that's, that's a big dream. And that will be
0: in June time, that kind mm. of response to Taste of Honey. Uh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much uh, you. for uh, being interviewed. Thank
1: you for having us. So that was a fantastic interview with Hannah and Diana. Um, I don't know how you felt about it. Well done, Joe, for your uh, your interviewing skills. It's
0: my first one, first yeah. of many, hopefully. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, good. Uh, it's just exhilarated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really nice to hear how their sort of passion and clearly their like really hardworking enthusiasm has really brought it from strength to strength, and without that and without the people around them. It wouldn't be what it is today.
0: What I didn't realise was that there's a ho- this whole network of volunteers behind the scenes that Hannah and Diana basically manage for free that keeps those kind of clogs... Clogs? Cogs? <laughs> clogs? No, cogs around. Um, and and the amount of... It, and I think there is a slight difference in will, We will see, as I said, in terms of... Um, people that work in quite a well-funded venue and the levels of support that they have from their departments and people who have set up and initiated stuff themselves and the amount of energy and time and different skill sets that takes. Mm. And I think that is increasingly happening in Manchester, which is amazing, but I think it's worth us respecting actually these people, Mm. like, almost break their backs doing it.
1: So, massive well done to Diana for doing that first call out and yeah. to Hannah for responding it's it's amazing uh,
0: so brilliant thank you for listening and um, next week we are going to be interviewing Simon Naylor from 532 which is a venue in uh, Manchester that's been around for about 2 years uh, and uh, so we hope you enjoy that uh, tune in next week